Christmas <laughs> already. Christmas is coming. Christmas is coming. Uh, Don't forget all of your stoner friends. Christmas is coming. It's time to start looking at some glass pipes. It's time to look for grinders. You want to make sure that you get some beans and all the stuff together. All those stocking stuffers, man. We are less than half a year away from Christmas, so let's get it on. Oh, Welcome my. to the late sesh. What is fucking going on, everybody? Cheers. Now, oh, how are we talking about Christmas? Stressed out, man. Skilbo has got us all anxious about gifting for Christmas. <laughs> yeah, good grief. I know. I felt bad for the kids That's going true. back to school that they only had like two weeks off and just uh, yeah. summer vacation and there was already commercials and stuff being shown for back to school and still was already Halloween costumes Christmas. <sighs> now what? Jeez. I mean handmade gifts for everyone. Soap. It's a soap. cheap gift. So, I like soap. Soaps. I like soap too. Surprisingly. What the fuck? Are you working for the state now, homie? We're, we're punching some shit out. You Can weren't really we... in St. Louis where you were on that weekend release shit. I know what's up. Yeah, yeah. I was on the chain gang, bro. I, was I couldn't working get off. on the chain. It was yeah, yeah. gross. Sound like they yeah, man. There, man. Cheers, chat. It's good to see everybody rolling in here. We're just getting started. I hope you guys can hang out for a little while and get high with this. You see, Bake is trying to fucking smoke it out. If you guys have any questions, make sure you toss them in the chat or we're just going to bullshit here and have a good time. Yeah, <laughs> I don't get that. That was a good way. That's, Nothing that's, after that's that. How we're getting it started. It's just leaving well, dangling out there. Man. I was gonna say we were just chatting about a strain that Painted Lady brought up called Three Queens, which is an interesting old one. And then we yeah, found right. it on CSI Humboldt. CSI. I was yeah. thinking like five minutes ago how great all of that stuff would have been for the actual show. And uh, yeah, we just bring it back up. We don't care. We'll just regurgitate yeah. it. It's yeah. new to them, guy. It's not new to us, but it's new to them. Yeah. Content. Uh, mm -hmm. Cheers, noob. Have you ever grown three queens? Has anybody <laughs> ever heard of three queens? Yeah. Has anybody else in chat heard of three queens? It was one of my favorite strains that the uh, person that showed me how to grow uh introduced into my garden it was gg4 and three queens and nightmare og Those were the first three that we were growing and all three of those were fire nova okay. coach was a big deal for a while <clears throat> yeah this looks fire it was so it was so pretty it was bright green and um and just frosty AF. OG Rascal was big back then. I remember yeah. that guy. Yeah, this probably would have been like 2017, 2018. I think that's a good point we can bring up is how yesterday's fire strains that everything got kissed with is now gone the way of the fucking dodo bird. Like, when is the last time one of the things we mentioned was pink panty droppers? When's the last time anybody's seen any of that? any of those whatsoever how long has it been what do you mean because i think humboldt uses that it's a terrible drink <laughs> red i've seen you more as a shirley oh, temple kind of guy man oh my god it's a cuba cuba beer so a junior beer like two packs of concentrated lemonade and a handle of vodka it's a in, in like a bag of ice it's a terrible, terrible, terrible beverage. Oh my god! Right you don't taste the vodka. That's the worst part about it, <clears throat> or the beer. Just Plus the syrup, right? 
Oh, dude, it's just it's wild. <clears throat> oh, there you go. But it's, I'll you know, order it's, the Arnold, Arnold Palmer then. The Arnold Palmer strain. Yep. But you know, some things still stick around. Some things still make the cut. Uh, there's still chem dog that gets pushed into things now and again. Um, you don't really see any Northern Lights much anymore. That's kind of gone by the wayside. It's kind of in other things that get carried on into other things which have been carried on to other things. But You know, I'm kind of surprised, but we've been see you see Blue Dream kicking around still. That's very surprisingly yeah that's why i'm always kind of a skeptic when people say oh i have this cross that's this and this and it's like is it really that and that is it is it just something that somebody how far back did you know the keeping of these kept cuts go before it was just called something else and then you got handed some other hype strain that was just somebody's bag seed like i'm curious um I'm uh, cautious, I should say, before I spend $200 on a pack of seeds. Um, now, you know, 30, 40 bucks, 100 bucks, different story, depending on who's. But again, I mean, reputability is kind of huge rather than just saying, you know, this dude on Instagram's got these, you know, seeds. Well, what are they? Let me take a crack at it this way. I'm not picking on a breeder, but they just come to mind would be like Canarado. So Canarado has like multiple if you look at their you know uh their listing of strains that they've had over the years there are immense hundreds hundreds so many so 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 what are you saying you think they're not real but he doesn't sell he doesn't sell the seeds that expensive i mean he's hundred dollars a pack eighty dollars a pack of fems it's not that bad or a hundred dollars a pack of fems or whatever yeah, I think it's just a, a different way of doing things. Whereas like when I started, I was kind of into, you know, misunderstanding things and thinking, here we go. This is my shout out to Jack Greenstock that an F5 or an F6 or an F7 would be way better because it would breed truer. And, you know, if I really want that, you know, specific Moby Dick or whatever, you know, that was my understanding at the time. Whereas well, nowadays it's more of a sprinkling and let's see what happens and then we're going to work those lines from there with what's the winner well yeah, i think somebody like canarado that has like a variety to choose from you know but in the end i still think that there's a reputability like he has backstories on sourcing a lot of his cuts and where they came from and things like that to where you could same with the exotic genetics mike you know his and uh, and Fletcher from Archive. There's a handful, you know, uh, dudes from 2020. I'm sure they could uh, uh, backlog a handful of their their genetics to true true stock, you know, um, to where at least you know you're getting good gen. Now F1s is a crapshoot, right? You're throwing. Well, I don't know. I I hear I hear there's not a lot of variability in F1 stock. I hear it's good vigorous right. growth. It's decent, but the problem is you're getting a ton of different genetics i mean expressions yes how much research r&d is going into these you know to check for herms and stuff but i mean at the price point is it worth buying a couple packs and just hunting them yourself i don't know you know so and then yeah like the dudes that are putting in the work and doing the f4s f5s you know they're really really in line they deserve two three hundred bucks for a pack you know what i mean all day i think that because they're going to get something that's been you're doing both. So most time your breeders are line breeding a strain and making like a very stable variety of that strain and then making F1s of that variety to get the vigor back into the plant 
and then that way when you pick your phenotypes they actually grow quickly and and that sort of thing so you want you can kind of have the best of both worlds by you know really dialing down and um like if you like uh whatever you know blueberry is a classic example you know you have one particular breeder that really dialed in blueberry for a long time and then you can take that blueberry and make crosses with that and you end up with stuff like blueberry muffin it's got real strong blueberry because it's been refined and then you no. know take it the next step now yeah so say you take the blueberry that's been refined but if you have let's say whatever's the muffin let's say the muffin is refined though too i think ultimately that's that's you know a good goal too is let's say you have two traits but in two different plants that's how you would get them into one plant that's what by definition it's supposed to be two stable parents yeah supposed to be two true lines of genetics if it yes. started that way, sure. So that way, the F1s that come out are, are split 50-50 of, right. yeah. You're going to get one that leans this way, one that leans that way, and one that's are, are, in the middle. Are we talking Punnett squares at 11.09 p.m. Absolutely. Eastern Standard Time? I think we are. But the, the see that, and and that's the thing, Scobo, because it's like, say say you got an F20 of, of and you're like, you're like, I'm looking for Northern Lights. Right. And you go and you search all the breeders. And this guy's the Northern Lights guy. And you go get an F20 he's been working on for 50 years. And you grow it and you're like, that's, that's not what I wanted. That's not the real cut. What the fuck? This is some bullshit. This is child maybe you didn't. Like, maybe you weren't used to the to the right Northern Lights. You know exactly. what I'm saying? So it's like right. it, there's that variable. So that's why it sucks well, with the whole the like change, bro. The galaxy like thing that got shut down. If you hold something for a long time. And you change a couple things in your garden, you will see expression changes in that plant too. Oh yeah. Well, the that we were just talking change. about that at work. How how it'd yeah. be sweet when tissue culturing is cheap, so you can restore some genetics, or not worry about is has this deteriorated through cloning. Right. And then just just send it to the tissue culture and, and you know restore it. But what? yeah. Th- the what I was gonna say earlier was the the Phylos Galaxy thing was gonna be useful as hell for us growers and breeders. Mm-hmm. Like the fact that you would or shit anybody buying a pack of seeds, you could now it's after the fact, but you could grow it out and at the very least you could send that there. And it, if and it's not it near Northern Lights on the Galaxy, you can right. go on Instagram and be like, "Yo, this guy sold me this pack, and it's definitely not related to Northern Lights." Right. Yep. Right. So, you know, my my big thing is like, there's no way to actually like, like quantify that data. Like when somebody's just saying these are the names of the parents on the pack. It's like Pokemon. You just got to fucking smoke them all. You got to catch them all. Smoke them all. So like, make sure you get one more reputation, good breeders that people, people have heard of genetics. People actually respect and buy. They're probably not lying about what they've got in those packages, you know? Breeders that have just come up from nowhere that no one's ever heard of, you know, mm-hmm. they may be making up a few things, you know, you never know. Spartan, what were you going to add? I was going to say, then there's another wrinkle about it. You could have the legit cut of what ABC, whatever. whatever the fuck you have, and grow it different than what the person you first smoked it from grew it, and it will have a different expression. So, yeah, really, I, 
the people that are really like hardcore geneticists or they're the ones that follow the genetic lines and stuff I, to me it seems like a pursuit and futility because who cares just let me smoke it and i'll tell you if i like it well that's what happened with am i going to clone it or not is it good enough to keep that that, that fire yeah. og that was in that you know in that cross that was just listed there they said like white fire og and then in parentheses it said fire og i'm pretty sure fire og is just one of the like tahoe og true Kush. og Kush. Uh, yeah all those yeah. og kush that just went around the country and had different phenotypic expressions because it landed in different places you know? Thank you, Eric. I would, his question was, has anyone heard of Masonic Seed Co? Um, he crosses Wilson with a bunch of other strains. I've never heard of Wilson before, but it must be good. Yeah. That's kind of the classic uh, gen, like breeder. It all, Most of the small breeders, you'll see that, where they have like a, a male plant that they like to use, in this, in this case, Wilson. And then they'll cross that with a lot of the different strains or all of the hype stuff that comes out. And then you get to see... Um, another good example is maybe Irie, where he breeds a rise with a lot of different things. Mm. That's a, sort of the same thing. So yep. if you've yeah. uh, grown Wilson before and you like Wilson, maybe you want to grow some other stuff. And that's that's what Masonic is doing there. Well, I think that's what we all do when we buy packs is we're like, man, I really liked White Widow before. So I'm going to try this White Rhino because White Widow is half of it. And man, if I can find something along those lines, I'd be happy. Right. Yeah, so the Wilson was a co it was a something from Oni he found, and I know that now he's friends with Oni. But I don't know. At least Ivory, I believe, is at least doing some more specific breeding than Masonic. Masonic walks around his backyard with his favorite male and shakes and shakes it. So he's kind of more leans towards pollen chugger. However you want to breed, open pollination. Breed, but. Yeah, so it's it's yeah it's he's got a million packs and he's he's only been out for like two two years, so it's just F one here F one there. But people say anything that Wilson touches washes good. So something DJ Short uh, told a group of us at one of those seminars was that they uh, the I don't know health genetic expressions just all that stuff. Like the uh, the viability of the f you know filial generation whatever it is starts to fade off after like f six or f seven he said once you get to like f eight like you start getting more mutants and like more uh, sure. just yeah. different types of variety like it's not good to take your you know you start getting inbre- inbreeding starts happening you right. know what I mean like think about like the issues with inbreeding can we clarify one question on this uh sequence I want to know if I'm trying to make an f7 is that two f6s make an f7 or is that yeah. something else okay yeah that would be technically yeah that's what that would be because like a lot of times you'll see like what ethos does it's like a back cross three or something like that that's where they'll go to a further generation and then back cross the original parents to get back to like the, towards those original traits and that's a different sort of a thing. So to go e- down each generation, it has to be like F2 is two F1s, F3 is two F2s, etc. Well, let's use uh Mac one, for example. Now, you know, in future breeding, I mean, that's a lovely smoke and everybody likes it, but not many people like to grow it. So in your crosses with that, you'd be trying to retain 
some of that Mac one shit, but you'd want it to grow differently and maybe not be such a nightmare in the leaf stripping shit. Right. right? Maybe for your Mac F2, you're looking for like a faster version. That's got the same frost or something like that. And that's how it's done. But that's why when you're looking at seed packs, sometimes like, um, you might have multiple varieties of the same seed line that come out like an F3 and then an F4 or something. People may prefer one generation or another because of the way the breeder selected the parents. Maybe the seeds from the F2 generation are cool. They they prefer them for one reason or another. What, what was that one that we had? Uh, was it Garlic Storm? You have one version. I have another one. That's uh, shout out yeah. to Sticky Drip and Spartan for sharing those with us. And Med Grower did that, right, with his garlic, uh, or not garlic, but his, uh, what was that that he did? The Primal Punch? Yeah, Primal Punch. He did F1 F1 and F2. So some people prefer some, and some people prefer the other ones. So I have a question. I had a cross green room. It's, uh, what is it, ACDC and Auto, O-T-T-O, Auto. Auto two or something like that, but it's ACDC and auto. So, so I get this cross. I'm guessing is an F one, right? So I'm guessing this green room is F one. I grow it out a couple years ago, and I grow a male and a female, right? Of this of this pack of seeds. What is the progeny of that? Is that an F two at that point, or is that dialed in the F one at that point? That would be two. So now, so now I have F2. Okay. Yeah. So. so if you cross that plant times itself, <laughs> like the next generation. F2, F2. Well, then you would hunt those seeds, right. find two F2s, and smash them together. One male, one so male. an or F3. So what I have going on right now is I have, I'm guessing a male. I have about probably nine or 12 of them out there right now, all green rooms growing. Um, I'm going to keep a male out of that. So would that be the F3 male? So what will happen is you'll have your F2 male, right, for well, F- your F2 generation, or is it F- F3 seed? Okay, in the male right now is the F2 male, yes. Right, so that will breed with your current plant and make F3s, mm-hmm. but it'll also breed with your other females and make new, new seed lines that are F1s. <clears throat> that are F1s. right. Right. So the F2 won't matter with the new right. ones. Okay. Well, and the thing about those to me, Red, is that those may or may not contain CBD. Right, right, right. Well, they well, could like be all THC that, lines that F1, too. Well, that F1 could be what? The F1 would be like one and three, right? Well, like, thinking at how it would be is that you would have, if you had your Punnett square, you know, you would have THC, THC or CBD, CBD or one or the other, and then which one would dominate on it and how it expresses yeah. itself. Some of those would be all THC. Some of them would be all THC. Yeah, and you would think. Would be all CBD, and some of them would be one to ones. If you popped enough of them, yeah, mm-hmm. that would be my thinking. But I'm a moron, so who knows? That would be my guess. Same, same as what's same as what's out there with the granddaddy green room, grape ape green room, or whatever else, blueberry green room, whatever else has been out there. I'm guessing there's high CBD, high THC. I've had good reviews on all those. People like the smoke. It's good smoke. I, I, the ones that I've grown out have been volunteers that have come out here. And, I mean, I've liked the fragrance on them all. They've all done really, really good. 
Oh, I like what they smoke like. I'm a fan of them. Can I tell whether or not they have the CBD in them? I don't know. We'll see. I'll, I'll get them tested this year. See what's going on. Honestly, man, all my outdoor is probably going to get turned to hash anyway because it's going to have seeds and shit. In Are it. you going to practice the press this cool. winter? Is that what's coming up? Come on. Uh, that'll end up turning into like bubble hash. And I'm, I'm actually going to get a press to make uh, some hash bricks. Like actual. Ooh, the old school kind, dry, right? Some like dry sift bricks. Okay. Not, not touched with water or anything. And then, yeah, I'll probably do some. Pressing, we're gonna it's get all that hash porn that's been getting you, isn't it? Seeing yeah. people break those open, like, ah, oh. yeah. Jack Greenstock, he'll be having you put hash in your shoe and shit. So you you walk around in a baby, these things now, so I gotta have something smoke, dude. I mean, I just love smoking on this, it'd just be so much better. Just puff on that all the time. You ever make pocket hash, right? Where you just put it in your pocket? Who Good told us about that? Was that old man? Yeah, shoe, shoe hash, it was shoe hash, yeah, shoe hash is. Whole another thing. That's Jack. <laughs> That's what Y'all hash. remember the the it, it presses? Yeah, I had that you could, you could get T, different logos. T handle, T handle press. Yeah, the T handle press. Dude, but you could get different logos, so you could have like you really got a little brand. Yeah. for your little you hash puck. Stash, man. The ones that are chrome plated will like flake. Oh, okay. Shit. And sh- I had one, and I oh, I got my hash pucks, and I'm looking at my hash puck, and it's got glitter in it. I'm like, what the fuck? There's like what? chrome all up in my hash. Oh puck. no! Fuck every single hash puck I tried Terrible. to eat. <sighs> I ended up looking at all my hash pucks. Every single one of them had like, little chrome bits all up in it. You wouldn't see it to the. It was the know, gold slogger of fucking like, hash. Really look at it. Oh, dude, it was there. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Woo. The ones that aren't anodized, the ones that are plated, those fucking the plating or the or even yeah. the cheap aluminum chips off. You gotta watch it with that shit, man. I came across one of those before and I was surprised. And you'd never notice it because you go to an average smoke shop and all those grinders are like 30 bucks. You right. Know, they're cheap. Right. But yep. they actually are. You're getting some knockoff cheap ass thing yep. and eventually the plating comes off it. Mm, that's a good plated. aircraft grade aluminum in my yeah, joints. It ain't anodized. <laughs> it ain't anodized, man. Not at that point, no. It's already ground off. Ground down. So we have a new pet. What? What, what came in this time? Another chipmunk? No. A possum? Mary. Nope. He lives outside. A wallaby? A skunk? Nope. I'm gonna show you a badger, a bat, badger, 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 Socks won't save you with that, man. Oh, hey, buddy, Cletus, leap drummer, Cletus, the baby leap, horseshoe miner, baby stick, he's a baby walking, baby stick. Oh man, yesterday, it was yesterday, wasn't it? Yeah. We were out there on the deck just enjoying the views and on his grill was this little tiny, and he's only like this big, was this little tiny bug and he came down and his, he had his arms out and his antenna and I was like, he looks he's like, like hey. to like pet him or something and he's like, I think that's an assassin bug. And, and I was like, oh, fuck, I'm not t- letting him touch me then. Well, I was going to let him walk on well, me. Couldn't you see the katanas? <laughs> no. So it, it's really small. It's only like this big. So 
Are you gonna get it neutered? Missing that big spike on its mouth, though. No. The spike. Yeah, his ass spike has like this thing that. That's what fucks my leaves up, right? Yeah, I didn't have that. He picture insected it, and it first said assassin bug, and then he, and then again it said possible like. Damn. Bug, so. I thought that that was just some old makeup ass name, the assassin bug. I apologize, sequence. I, I was ignorant. A predator, dude. It's a predator. Yeah, bug. Apparently, yeah. still with a name yeah. like that. I would hope they're not a you pussy. I'm from. You better get out there. Those That's a cannabis predator bug, Skillbo. Oh okay. yeah. So <clears throat> it's that, and it, and today <clears throat> I was out there and I was making a joke. I was like, oh, I wonder where because we named him. Yes, I named him yesterday. Cletus and and I, and I was like, I miss Cletus. I wonder where he is. And then all of a sudden, on the table next to me, there he is, going. He's <laughs> like, "Yo, you smoking? What's up?" Oh my god! Yeah, I got five on it. Him. Oh, yep. Then he hung out with us for a while on my orchid, and okay, yep. So we have a new pet. He's he's like. Fucking thirsty. He just wants to drink. He keeps asking, but he doesn't get shit. Well, no, he has <laughs> his turn on the grill. <laughs> yeah. And he had cups of water right there. It's like when a kid finds a snake. We were like giving him stuff. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you want some chocolate stick bug? <laughs> you like ice cream? Do you like bologna sandwiches? Chaga bar bigger than him. Just drop it on him. Yeah. Oh shit, it's funny. He's so cute though. I mean, he's so tiny and I don't know. We he has cruising around on us and then I put him down in the leaves part where he can get some food. Do you guys still have nice. lightning bugs outside? Or bee food? I haven't seen it. I'll see the same thing Spartan. Dude, I, I just seen as many. I seen like seven <laughs> of them when I took the dog out. I was like, oh shit, I thought y'all were gone for the season. I saw him last week. Not too many. Where is Babe, and does she not know that her show is on? What the fuck? She was on my lap when we started the show. Oh yeah, she was. She's been here. That's why she's not noisy, is because Sequence is petting her all the time now. She doesn't need to vie for attention. Yep. So she was missing him last week. Spoiled. That's for sure. Spoiled. She is spoiled. She's very <laughs> spoiled, but. We got to start her back on her RSO again because she's having some days where yesterday wasn't a great day for her, I could tell. So, yeah. So, start her back on her regimen. You can dilute it into like some coconut oil or something. I know you're trying to give her real small doses and she still (laughs) wasn't pretty groggy from it. Yeah. We're going to find a way to get her to take it too. Right. Just put it in that wet cat food. They'll eat anything if you fucking. You can't it. put it on a little milk that shit out, and she will not touch it. Really? Oh wow. She, she doesn't. She, I ain't gonna eat the RSO painted lady. She's I have I no plane. Give her that tiny little glove. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta push your food at her, and she'll try to eat yours, and then you drug her, and then there you, you go. get her some gold chains. Start wearing. If, if a team has taught us anything, it's the old switcheroo. <laughs> so I taught my dog to catch things like. If I'm going to give you something, it's going to be you need to catch it. So it's like a game. So there's no time for you to decide what's in it. So now I just ball. I can ball up some bread around a pill. And just, oh, for sure. You, oh, oh. And he's just like a vacuum. It's That's gone. A good idea. 
he doesn't even know. But cats, you can't really do that because they don't, they don't, you don't toss right. things to cats. Right. But yeah. Dude, my cat yeah, is my today, man. Cooler. My yeah. fucking uh, yeah, tub, yeah. My my contractors were doing the crown molding in the kitchen, finishing shit up, and they had oh, the crazy. window open and they took the screen out. So Uh-oh. I was outside smoking, and then all of a sudden I was like, "Oh shit, there's a cat in my yard!" And then I was like, "Oh shit, that's my cat in my uh. yard! What the fuck?" <laughs> and then I went towards him, and he was like, "Yo!" And then my other cat was chilling in the fucking grass next to him. I'm like, "Oh no!" Okay, hold on. Let me just scoop up Rick James and take him in the house first. And then I came back and got bougie <laughs> and took him in the house. And I got to talk to the fucking contractor. Like, come on, bro. Like. Yeah, we can't be cool. like leaving my windows and shit open. Well, they got I, I know I don't live in the open. city anymore because to get the crown molding where it has to go, it has to go in one door, turn and turn yeah. and turn one more time, I and it becomes a the window and... yeah. You just take the screen out and send it through. But usually, you have enough fucking common horse sense to close the fucking window after you've done such a thing. But apparently, right. not today. You can't walk it through the house. Well, Bake, they're, they're contractors. Bake, they're not trying to do anything more difficult than what has to be done. They're just trying to. Right. Well, when you let my, my little money out, now we got a problem. My cat's wow. out. Yeah. I see you'd be out there. You would be out there giving them the fucking blues, man. See, I'm more of a live, oh, let yeah. live guy. You know, I'm like. Because ah. you can at least come to me and be like, hey, I'm going to take that screen off your window. That cool? I'd be like, yeah, I just watch for the cat. But you, you don't think. do it, and my cat's just out there. That's... I would have thought Bobo is one of those customers. Something outside. You know what? All of my contractors, they're just like, damn, this motherfucker does nothing but sit around and smoke fucking weed all day and just <laughs> fucking do nothing. That's what I've been thinking too, Scobo. I've got it. Well, you know, they don't. They <laughs> they assume that I have some other alter fucking life, but I don't. I'm just you know. I feel like that's what my neighbors' contractors all always think. Say, no, I am just sitting around smoking weed all day. I am. I am. I keep getting offered jobs by my neighbor's contractors. They look at my garden and they watch me out there like pulling weeds and fucking just doing basic landscaping shit. Dude, you need need some work? I'm like, I got too much. (laughs) This was a few years ago. I haven't had that offer. I haven't had that offer in a couple years. Might take them up on it nowadays. I need Jake doesn't even have a cat and he's ready to cut somebody over. I'm like telling you. Know. Teach you guys how to do some oh, yeah. Ah, I wish I... 100% noob. 100. Yeah, it just doesn't make any sense. Nope. You wouldn't, you wouldn't, you wouldn't, as a contractor, leave the front door open knowing that there's a, a little yappy dog would, or something around. You would around. think, right? You would right. say, hey, yeah. can you put your dog in a room because we got to open this door for a while or well, something. Unfortunately, so, like, the, 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 the etiquette didn't translate to cat etiquette so that's just a business some people just don't give a shit that's the yeah problem. that's that's clearly it painted there's, lady. there's the bottom line that, yeah yeah fuck those cats and fuck you right hey yeah. man so. hey whatever i'm just glad you got the cat back skill though that's right man cat wranglers Shoot. are us i got them yeah do you have a cat named bougie bougie yeah. he said rick, rick I love james it. and rick james bougie, bougie, bougie. And rick james, yeah. i love it well done dude rick james is yeah. a like I don't know what he actually weighs, but he's a humongous fucking Maine Coon. I've always wanted a Maine Coon. Well, I kind of have one. He's just fat. Will Rick respond to just Rick? Yes. So you can be like, yo, Rick. Yep. I kind of want a cat. (laughs) You can call him Rick. 
You can call him Rick James. You can call him Pretty Ricky. You can call him. I would Rick use. Alicia. I would only use James when he's in trouble. Rick, Rick James. You, you get in here. Super freak. Yeah, Jesus. <laughs> <Super> <laughs> oh, that'd be fun to put. Yeah, you could put that song on. Rickalicious. Yeah. Rickalicious. Yeah. Rickalicious. That was back in the day. That was my jam. I put that <laughs> on. My, you want to go roller skating and shit now, right? <laughs> <laughs> Skating. I mean, we're going back to the it's day. Right? The, four, the four wheels. This was pre-red. Yeah, red. Man. this is pre-blades, man. Pre-blades. Yeah, get out of here, you, you old. You just had a board, and you had your mule. I was here pre-blades. <laughs> I was, I was on this earth pre-roller blades. Roller blades are the coolest. I had roller skates. I was oh. dragged to the skating rink against my will. Dude, way back in the 1800s when I was a kid, they used to still have those fucking metal wheeled roller skates that like strapped yeah. to your shoes and shit. They were super noisy for people. They call them quads. You always hear somebody riding down the street. You guys got to get with the modern times. They're called quads. Quads. Oh, well. I'm not oh. part of the Cool Blades crew. I yeah. don't know the terminology. I'm outside of the lingo, man. Roller skaters wear quads. Oh, yeah, roller okay. skaters, not bladers. Yeah, roller bladers okay. are still blades, but the the, the four packs. Did you <laughs> in fact have roller blades? I did. I had K two backyard bobs. I had K two backyards. At the... Do you guys remember the movie? The one movie about roller blades. <laughs> the one I remember. A yes, couple. it got one movie that was famous for my generation. Yeah, and it was Brink. I think I've heard of that one. Fuck yeah, Brink. Oh, oh yeah, Brink. and. And there was the bad guy, and he he didn't get any roles after that movie because he was typecast as like the bad guy from Brink. He's such a dick. Well, they're like, how (laughs) how often do you really need to have a bad guy character that's good on Blades? I mean, that's not much of a casting call for. Let me tell you, you you just write Blades into the movie. You see that movie Blades and Glory? Blades Blades and Glory. That's that's ice. ice. I'm imagining them on a fucking the racetrack, man. I meant rollerblades. I meant rollerblades. I also had soaps baked. We talked about that on the Wake and Bake, so, I think. These are, my, these are my current shoes with grind plates in them. Just oh, right. yeah. Grind. I remember those. Bellas. I, I wish I had Heelys. Those, like, those look like regular ass fucking. I don't know. Wow. Those look regular, but the wheels look small. Yeah, they look really the small. And the middle ones are really small. Why is that? So that's for doing the handrails? So you can uh, do well, rails. Are, yeah, these are for it's for concrete rails, any of that kind of stuff. They're just okay. oh, yeah. smaller for grinding. Right on. Uh, I was more about anti rockers. Anti rockers. So. All right. So for any of those that know, here's a blast from the past. Do they have light up heels? Anybody in chat recognize My light up this? shoes on. My light up shoes on. Before he tells us what it is. Yeah, dude, back in the day, man, you could keep your stash in this Velcro pocket. Yeah. Stash pocket oh. back here. Little secret pocket. We, this bag's from like, like 1996 or 1998. It's still in. Damn. Pretty damn good. So, so kids would go. That backpack still smells like Hawaiian Tropic. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that smells like weed. Your blades would go in here and kick out the side. You just got this bag so quickly. Your oh, blades go on your feet, right? Yo. Becca's like, you, you had this ready? Red, did you have Oakley blades as well? 
the glass to, to go with it. I did. I did. Um. See, oh, that's gnarly, dude. Other one so that you can wrap your, your blades. Wow. So you can wrap your blades. Well, that way people knew what, what like, uh, yo, blade gang you were in. Yeah, there's different that's gangs right. in the okay. blade war skill, but these aren't skates like when you were doing it. These are, these are blades. It's a little rougher hey, out there. You know what? It's people throw like, pebbles in the road. It's a little more aggressive. <laughs> I am a, a street skater from the 80s when boards were Ooh, still wide. When the boards were wide, man. Not when they turned into this, like, any which way but loose. The tail is the fucking nose. Is the oh, nose you mean when the they didn't? And everything yeah, became a they... flippy trick, man. Oh, yeah. You, yeah all, and all, all you did grind, was stand on it back then. The fucking handrail. All you did was stand on it. Yeah, but it was on the so, mean streets. It was, it was on the streets of fucking... What are you talking about? Skating has been on the streets forever. No, man. Long after it became a regular skateboard, not those fat, well, now they like, make, now they make these, things. They make these special parts now, but back then, you the fucking world was your park. You made your own goddamn park. That's, that's right. See. Well, now, yeah, now you probably can't go anywhere and skate, but I'm talking like early 2000s, 90s. There were still skaters. Long before he's talking like now, you, 60s, 70s skateboards. I'm talking about 80s, 90s, bro. And I mm. the 80s, 80s, and 90s with a big fat skate. Let's look yes. this up. Look it up, man. Let's look at look the up. progression okay. of a skateboard. Uh, type because... in. I'll give you one. You can type 80s in skateboard. You might. You. I mean, you oh, might be right. Yeah. Yeah. You could go for a Sims or a Vision or that might be right. He was there. He to, to, I did. Yeah. I mean. Yep. Come on. Yeah, man. These. Watch my moves. Matter. Anything grows. Uh, Watch my moves. Yeah. Tony Hawk. Tony Hawk. I feel like this, this is getting to the skinny one. This is Here, here's the history. Here, here's no, wait a minute. The first skinny deck was a... The first skinny deck was um, a deck called Please Don't Eat My Friends. And it was a fucking of a lady board. Please don't eat my friends. Skateboarding. Was yeah, like... it's it's a yeah it's a cartoon on the bottom of it. It's like it's worth a lot of money if you still have it. It's not all fucked up. This one. Yeah, it's got cartoon ducks and shit in a barn. Yep. Yeah. There it is, bro. Blast from the past. Yeah, and that's like the first popsicle stick style fucking deck that really caught on. Now, well, there may be some other this... ones, but you know, cut me some fucking slack. I'm I'm doing this high and it's late at night. And I'm yeah. Close. Dude, there's there's a serious there's a serious. You uh, like that Spartan, didn't you? <laughs> there's a uh, there's like an industry crash that occurred around the rollerblading industry around the same time that Tony Hawk did the 900, which is like 99 2000, like that era. Tony Hawk did the 900. They came out with Tony Hawk for Skater one, two, three, and all those other games. If for like a decade, skateboards becoming became accessories, right? A lot of people like could not skate; they just had skateboards. Everybody had those are called posers, Red. Posers, whatever. Well, yeah, and and Daily Bread magazine. Uh, that's what Senate went out of business. Daily Bread magazine went out of business. All the rollerblade companies went out of business. Rollerblading got kicked out of the X Games, like '98, maybe like 2000, 2001 was like one of the last years that rollerblading was in the X Games. Not because of unpopularity, but because like skateboarding just became incredibly popular. Like it was way more popular than rollerblading. Rollerblading just fizzled you out. Do more tricks. Skateboarding yeah. has had its ebbs yeah, and flows. It was popular in the '60s, oh, and then sure. it died out. It was popular in the '70s, then it died out and it went underground. Then it was popular in the '80s, and then it went underground again. Then it came oh. back in the '90s, and it's like every single time that it comes back, 
the new generation makes it their own and changes it and like incorporates new shit. I mean, it's it's hard for me now because when I just watch anybody do anything on it, I'm like, wow, on my best yeah. day, dude, on my best day, I'm not putting together a line like that. Well, that's keeping it real with you. You know what I mean? Like, holy shit, these guys are really fucking good. That's what Sequence and I were talking about the other day because we love to watch the X Games and that kind of stuff. It's the snowmobile, big air, and all that stuff back in the day. I was watching when that dude died and or whatever, you know. I mean, my shins um, look like a fucking serrated knife on the front of them from taking so many shots with the board there, you know, trying to learn how to kickflip and shit way back then. But. The, the thing is, is when when is there going to be a ceiling to what these guys do? Like, they already, like, the 900 was the big thing. Now it's yeah. going to be, what, you know, and it's... No, they're, they're doing, like, triple backflips on snowmobiles and shit. Like, it's I insane. Know. I just, like, the next oh, on a snowmobile? Yeah, dude, I don't know. They're doing crazy shit. Some dude just did a corkscrew on a BMX bike in a bowl like it was nothing. Mm-hmm. He was like, I'm just going to do a corkscrew double corkscrew on a bmx bike and they're just like doing triple just throwing their body because they have those foam pits to practice in now right. so they whip the body and whatever that's true direction. they do have yeah. the foam pits to fucking Good, yeah. live dangerously um, and practice and then woodward, they just have to have the balls to try it, it is it called uh, woodward? You gotta land it yeah. yeah woodward woodward east came out and like just expanded with massive foam pits and like huge vert ramps and shit Woodward's, I think, in Pennsylvania. It was always like a dream destination as a kid. It's a Camp Woodward. Camp, I think it's called Woodward. I might I might just be thinking of Woodward, Michigan, but I'm pretty sure it's called Woodward. It's a skate park camp, summer camp, and it goes all year round. There's indoor, outdoor, and it's just been expanding and getting bigger over the years. And oh, they've got Woodward. Woodward's all over, yeah. dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. there's a Woodward. It's a Woodward Rock in Mexico. Yeah, right at our resort in Mexico, there's a Woodward skateboard camp. Yeah, so that shit's fucking huge nowadays. and It's all over. Yeah, dude. Yeah, so I mean. Like Sebastian saying in chat, right, if you wanted to talk about the progression real quick. Yeah. This guy, Guy Guy Curie, I think he's like 15 or 16 now. He did a 1080 last year in best trick. This year he did a 900 body varial in best trick. What? Skateboard. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Honestly, that's like, like some true skate three shit right there, bro. When you just yeah, fucking, you get so much fucking time and you get so much air that you could just do fucking crazy shit and have time to get it back yeah. underneath you and land it. But while this is a topic, make sure you check out the Tony Hawk documentary. It goes over a lot of what yeah. we're talking about right now, like the whole era of skateboarding you know growing up through the oh, ages and stuff. if there's any old old skateboard heads that are fucking in chat and you remember all the old videos the old powell videos and shit most there, of dude. those are on youtube and you can watch them so like After all that shit search for animal skins public I domain razors forever right and then i mean i skated razors forever and now the Scooters? big no 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 razor was a rollerblade company before they were a scooter company and I skated Razors had a hard shell boot and they were phenomenal skates. They had a nice fat sole. They, they slid really well. They're really good poxy. Actually, I think they had like less surface area or something on their soles or really good skates. I ended up skating those for a really long time before uh, one of my buddies, a couple of my buddies were sponsored Don Bambrick. They were there. A few of those guys were sponsored by maybe Razor again. I don't know. A few of these other companies. 
I think they were sponsored, right? Yeah, it was Razor. So I was just skated Razor until I ended up skating these other random skates. They had this really weird one. They were Listen to him, Vector. He sounds like pigeons, bro. Yeah, he's going crazy. They were called Shadows. They were literally these little shoes. They were like little soft shoes. And they would just strap into what looked like snowboard bindings. And then they had wheels on the bottom. And they skated great. They would think they were really floppy, which they kind of were, but they skated really good. Uh, those were really strange skates that I remember. And then I ended up picking up these, and I love these, these old Valo skates, which are uh, another friend of ours that's sponsored through Valo. So we were able to get good discounts through all of our, all these skates. Um, I, I haven't stopped rollerblading. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, the reason I can people are like, oh, my God, how's Red have this shit that should be packed away? It's because this is, like, in my road in the back of my trunk. Red's been waiting for the day that Beck is good. like, hey, do you want to go rollerblading? He's I, like, oh. Yeah, you know, honestly, it's, I mean, it's, I just got busy in the last year, but I used to go rollerblading every Wednesday night, and I mean, I go rollerblading all the time. Go meet up keep this boy away from handrails. Red is surrounded by a series of props. Like, if you don't know, there's like you can just reach in any direction, and there's all kinds of like mascot heads and shit, bizarre curios and it's a, it's curiosities. A, uh, museum in here. Uh, the backpack. I mean, I keep my rollerblades in my backpack. That's why the backpack. Your go bag, bro. Yes, my go bag. Let's go skate. Let's go. Do they say let's go skate or do they say let's go blade? Since the nineties, it's 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 quality material, man. That's that's carve it up. Let's go carve it up, bro. Quality. That was a hundred and twenty dollar backpack back in the nineties, dude. The fuck is made out of good quality material. No, I'm loving chat because. Some of us old skaters in there. See, Noob's talking about that Cadillac with the fins cut off for the board storage. Yeah, see, that's the search for Animal Chin. If you watch old, corny-ass skate movies, Hell yeah, that, would be, that would be the one, man. Animal Chin was cool because they it was all about the the Powell Peralta skaters, so it would be like Tony Hawk and <sighs> fucking Lance Mountain and Tony Steve Caballero, Caballero. You know, uh, Tony G, all those dudes. And they're trying to find this mythical fucking ramp. So they, they search all over, and it's this weird, you know, uh, campy-ass slapstick fucking movie until they finally get to this ramp, which is kind of cool because Lance Mountain used to build all of the ramps and shit for these guys um, when they used to have, like, the, the all the street skating fucking, like, Tempe and shit. They would build just weird quarter pipes and stuff. So this first ramp was, like, a double ramp and then it had a fucking hip to another ramp so you know that was that's cool shit man because you couldn't always skate in the rain man and in the winter time so what you do is fucking sit around and watch skate videos maybe sneak yeah. off smoke a joint until you could go to like some underground car structure because like the bank's closed and now we can go hit that for you know an hour before the cops run us off yeah, we grew up in Michigan, man. All we did was watch skate videos in the wintertime and dream about <laughs> being able to do it. Right. That's all we did. Smoke weed and uh, between exactly. like in, in my 20s, smoke weed and watch skate videos. That's all we did. And go skate. I mean, dude, we would go skate. We would go eh, sometimes during the day, but it would get like 10, 11 o'clock. And then we'd go skate. We'd go skate till like two in the morning. Sometimes we'd skate till like four in the morning because it'd be cool out. You know, you're nice and cool out. You go skate somewhere in a big park. Skates lot. are bust. I had uh, keys and access to the local Westland skate park. One of my good friends actually got the city. He like went and proposed the idea to the city and went and 
through all the red tape that they had to go and got a whole bunch of the, you know, he got the Tony Hawk foundation, a bunch of things. And he, uh, he got the Westland skate park, which was one of the first concrete skate parks in Michigan built. This is one of a few skate parks that was even around. And then, uh, you guys, uh, if you know, um, one of my other buddies, uh, who's in like uh, Arcanica and does all of the Detroit nuggets and they do like the Babo and stuff that, uh, Tara and uh, Dank Mandangro over at um, Freedom Green. He actually is, um, he's got uh, the old transition skate park that was one of the first skate parks in the area in like Southwest Michigan. Uh, it's called Line Skate Park. So if you're in uh, Southwest Michigan, check out Line Skate Park. Uh, it's owned by, you know, Canafam. And I mean, it's, it's a really, really cool place and has some really cool history with Transitions Ramp Park being one of the first and only bike parks. It was an incredibly dangerous place to be hanging out in. You go try to skate those ramps, there'd be bikes doing backflips over top of you and on top of you. And I've been almost beheaded by a couple of them a few times. And I used to go there with my bike. And I mean, it's a wild place. It's pretty fun. Um, I am YTA. I never did do I am YTA. Uh, Bitter Cold Showdown after I am YTA, kind of what that ended up turning into. Uh, and then my buddies took over Bitter Cold Showdown and ended up turning it into uh, Delta City Open. I started DJing some of the old Bitter Cold Showdowns and shit towards the end. And it was kind of fun, man. There'd be thousands of rollerbladers from all over the world. Dudes from France, all these crazy dudes. Dudes in Brink, like a lot of like all the dudes that were like the uh, the stunt rollerbladers in the movie Brink, they were there rollerblading, you know, at, at these competitions and shit. It was a really cool, um, very very fun time. Uh, and I still am, I still connect with a lot of those dudes. You know, we're still really good family. A lot of them are in cannabis. A lot of those guys are in the cannabis industry. I know a lot of rollerbladers that actually uh, one of the owners of New Standards professional rollerblader it's pretty pretty interesting good times man that's you know that's the thing is like that's where i was introduced to fucking cannabis was through fucking the skateboarding scene man that was like there you go you want to fucking smoke go find a skater (laughs) they won't have much but they might share it with you you know there was oh dude um and you know what's actually really cool is george the owner of modern modern skate and surf might ring a bell to a lot of people because there's been about three or four skate parks throughout michigan uh the first one was actually in ferndale and it was incredibly small dude it probably had thousand square feet this little tiny warehouse like a little short house. ceilings dude if you hit the ramps too high you were smacking your head in the rafters like it was this really cool, grungy little place in Ferndale. And uh, and that was my first skate park I ever went to with, with my homie. Um, I built my own, Red. My dude lived in a house that was 100 years old. I was, fucking had an old garage. Shit, put a three-foot mini ramp in there, man. Go ahead, steal an old parking block, set that shit up on top. Who needs a damn coping? We don't need nothing like that. Always had a parking block up on there, man. driveway, dude. Daddy yeah. Rush, oh, Daddy Red, man. He, he would all the time man he'd be off work trying making sure i'm not sawing my fingers off and shit like that because i'm out there cutting ramps. ramps and shit yeah little new dad you got some more scrap wood no well can we go spend a hundred bucks and it. go make a new ramp you know and i had all the kids in the neighborhood like in my driveway you know no waiver and i was like all these kids need a fucking waiver <laughs> to break their necks 
learning to drop in on that shit, you know. It's fun, dude. It's a lot of fun. Throw kids some wheels on their feet. Skateboards, rollerblades, snowboards. It's been fun, man. I used to do all that shit. Skydiving, fucking... Sing it, Red. I it's was the perfect like, time. Sing it. I don't do that shit no more, dude. I, I fucked up my neck. I fucked up my neck. I, sucks, man. I, I dove off a dock because I used to do all this dumb shit. You know, I got no problem diving off a dock. I used to dive in high school, so I went and, like, ran full blast off a dock into a sandbar and fucked myself up, so now I can't do anything. I can't go. I got fucking gnarliest whiplash. You know, it always it's always fucked up. That's so, not whiplash uh, at that point. Ah, it's been 10 years, so it's like kind of like healed into like some whiplash. It's healed now. into whiplash now. Okay. <laughs> it's, it's better now. And uh, I mean, if uh, if like, okay, I had the option to go like, um, uh, what is it? Um, zip lining. And I am like, I, I think that's too much. I don't think I can do that. I'm actually kind of weird about diving into water and stuff like that, but I can carry shit. I mean, I'm, I'm fine. I can run. I can do all my, all my good stuff. But man, I just, I'll still go rollerblading and shit like that, but for the last 10 years, rollerblading has been weird, man. It's been rough. It just wasn't the same. Not the same after you hurt yourself or injure yourself. You know, be careful with yourself. Word. Fragile. Handle with care. Yeah, seriously. And then they're Spartan. Fuck that shit. Get up. Do something. Who cares? Spartan would never dive into a sandbar. He doesn't play with water. Yeah, Spartan. Oh, there's a chance he could run into some fish in there, man. I broke my foot jumping off the dock into water. How far? That's the worst, dude. Was it a huge drop? Oh, dude. That was the problem. How did this happen? That was the problem. I I thought it was deeper than what it was, and it wasn't. It was shallow. Ah. So I jumped in and just smashed my feet on the bottom, and it hurt. Oh, foot first. Yeah, foot first. And it was it hurt, but it was in like cold water, so I don't know if that helped. Keep Probably should have belly if you right? if you would have belly flopped, you would have been fine. Uh, yeah. But I just swam out. I just swam out into the been fine. into the deep water, and uh, I I've won competitions doing belly flops. I'm not opposed to doing belly flops. Oh really? Did they have a belly oh flopping God. competition of Jackson? You ever see the belly flop? Was there a, was there a trophy? I was just going to say. It's not a trophy. There was not a trophy. It was an impromptu competition. Oh, it was this. It was a. Isn't that how it always is? The real street belly flop competitions. Do it in the street. I don't know what it is for everybody. Somebody looks at Somebody looks at you wrong in the gas station. You say, "Where's the nearest public pool, motherfucker?" No, it's more like. And you meet him at the pool, and he says, "I'm gonna go to the top of that fucking thing and jump off." It's usually someone just underestimating me and challenging me, and I'm like, let's go. Let's go. Bring yep. it. And I just went. I mean, Take we my did see that with the, with the flight challenge, flop. didn't we? How do you win a belly flop off? You got to splash it's higher. Uh, you so either have to. usually judged by the audience, right? So you have judges out of the audience. Uh, what kind of wussy thing is that? That way, uh, belly flop that, competition that is either duration. No so no you go tip or tat. Everybody keeps belly flop until Dude, somebody can't, or they have internal cubes? bleeding. Are you able to show the belly flop competition on here, or is oh, that? Are you able to show it? Dude, this shit is. What do you mean? 
Dude, they jump, off like for work? they jump off of like 10 meter dives. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. That's the other type. The other type is like you out. Dude, in like 10 inches of water. There's like this much water, and they jump off of like a 10 meter. Yeah. Into a belly flop. In this. Yes, dude. I'm dead fucking Somebody YouTube. Somebody I'm YouTube. I'm YouTube. You will go down the craziest rabbit hole of your it's life. What do you YouTube, Red? So belly crazy. flop contest? I, I, yeah, I and guess. And they probably just get a lifetime, lifetime supply of glizzies or something. Bring the glizzies in. These are all into pools. Dude, it's, yeah. it's like 50 or 60 feet. It's crazy. From like 50 feet oh, up. Shit. Yes, dude. Yes, and and into like ten. Oh no, way no. higher. No, no, and, and like, it's it. a little, it's a little pool. It's that's a, not it. No, that's what I'm saying. I don't know what Red is talking yeah, about. Definitely it's not, not in the fuck. That's not, that's not a belly flop. He wasn't even. He didn't have yeah, belly. These are just like advertise. These guys have no yeah. no diving technique. What is no. this? These well, I don't know. What did you see? Belly flop. Why are you showing us garbage? I put belly flop competition. You fa- you're Bait. failing us. Damn it, bait. Oh. It didn't even say belly flop in the title. Not even one. Look what it says in the title. Look at the last part of the title. In parentheses, it says not it says a belly flop contest. <laughs> it says belly flop right here. It's the know, same thing. That- Look at the very top. Death Diving oh. World Championship Freestyle. Not Belly Flop. That's Freestyle. This one's Belly just, Flop. And that's what hey, you fucking click that. Just type oh record God. instead of competition. Look, these people are Belly Flop. And what do you mean record? You're the worst. You're the worst. <laughs> <laughs> they got bad go. ugly quick. Oh, You're the worst You're now. Belly Flop in a tiny pool. Oh, my God. See, I'm, that's what I should be searching for. Tiny pool. This guy's gonna go into a regular pool, I'm telling you. And he's, he's taking way too long. Forty wow, feet up, thirty-six feet up. Dude, professor. This is it. This is it. Yeah, yeah, Professor Splash. Yep. Hold professor on. Splash. Tiny. It's gonna pool. be near the end of the video. Look at the concentration. It's coming. <laughs> Trepidation. He's going full this, screen, this baby. Guy? Oh, that's a belly flop. Oh, oh my god. god. He's, he's god. In snow. <laughs> What is he? How high up was he? In the ice cold. That's nuts. Fucking thirty degrees out. Dude, that water's like concrete. Okay. All of that's just to make fun of Red and uh, Spartan for getting hurt jumping into lakes. Wow. Yeah. I didn't do the belly flop. I I definitely didn't. Well, had you done belly flop, you wouldn't have broken anything. Oh Oh, god. Yeah, my dad's right. My my older uh, one of my my middle brother, my older brother. Um, dove for Eastern Michigan University, uh, right down the street from where I live. Uh, Hopefully, better than that. When I was a kid, and uh, actually, dive is I dove in high school. I, was, I dove for like the my freshman and sophomore year in high school. I play. I uh, I went to regionals and almost went to states and shit. Had I not been incredibly under the weather and almost hit the diving board and a couple shit, so I lost some points. But yeah, dude, I was a pretty that? decent diver in high school. My you took a shit. I used to jump off the in the pool. Off like Did the you get the Paul Pierce treatment? Did you have to get wheeled off because you pooped yourself in the middle of a competition on the no, board? No, no, dude. This one kid did games and come back. I've I've experienced, I've experienced NBA like fans know what I'm talking about. people hit There's their like six people in here that knows what you're talking about. Are you one of them? Is it confirmed that he shit himself? It is. Oh my god! Hit his face on the diving board. Has lost his tooth. His mom came screaming about anybody have any milk, and she's trying to soak the tooth. Yeah, 
kids, yeah, the whole tooth was hanging out. Nah. Another you one, know. this kid did a backflip, smacked his face on the diving board. He had his whole fucking face fucked up for a while. He was on our – we were just at practice practicing. Dude, there I can step the wagons back all the way around to – we're talking about old wheels and skateboarding and rocks and shit. Dude, they had just paved the fucking Kmart parking lot, right? Just – it's asphalt. It's perfect. There's no lines on it. It's all taped off. It's like, holy shit, dude. I'm going to fucking skate as fast as I fucking can on this, man. So I got one big push, two big push, and I had my foot going up for that third push, and there was a little teeny fucking pebble. Uh And I fucking supermaned off the front of that motherfucking board and ate asphalt and fucking snapped my shit right off in the front like, oh, bitch. Ain't no milk going to save this motherfucker, so let's go to the dentist and get this taken care of. Toronto. But of course, you get like the dangling nerve and shit, so your first instinct is to fucking scream bloody murder like, ah, and then you go. (laughs) So. Good, good times when you're like 12 uh, or 13, man. My buddy hit his face uh, on the coping. Like, oof, yeah, that'll fucking. It's just like 10 years ago. It just knocked, a, he, it knocked his yeah. front tooth out, dude. He, hash time. Dude, we hung out in the, in the um, what's it called? Fucking medical office for a minute waiting for him, dude. All they could do was just send him to a fucking dentist. You know what I mean? They couldn't do shit for him. That was fucked. Uh, Eric, I just seen your comment. That's that's pretty good. Yeah, I think they take points off for each thing you leave behind in the pool. It probably that shit, that shit adds up quickly now. Don't think you it doesn't. Die from a really high distance to break them dingleberries off. That oh, happened no. one time when I was tubing. Not when I was tubing. You were pooping. No, laughing my ass off. And my friend who was in the tube, it was a double tube. So it, we were pulling the tube and it was two dudes at the tube and they they were go. I mean, the, the person driving was trying to get them off. So, you know, it was a crazy ride and I was laughing so hard. And then they hit a big wake. And so their butts went boom. And then the next thing you know, I see the one guy scrambling out of the tube and the other guy's laughing his ass off. And the other guy's, he shit himself. He shit himself. The shitter critter, right? Shit all in the tube, all in his suit. (laughs) Oh my God. I mean, it's a natural enema. I suppose. Yeah. Well, with that, I'm gonna get out of here. You, you've had enough. You're gonna yeah. Leave we got a busy note. day tomorrow, but I'll see Thanks. y'all. I appreciate you coming through, man. It always yeah. is a much more interesting conversation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I didn't shit myself on a tube. <laughs> you got that going for you, if nothing else, buddy. Yeah, maybe next time. You know. All right. Yeah. See you guys. See you, chat. Later. Hey, Peace out, babe. I was smoking some fucking scissor hash from today. I was trimming up GG4, my first harvest since you got back to me. Gonna... Well. Only way to do it. Ooh-wee, that's going to be nice. Best part yeah. trimming is the rewards afterwards. You want to show off that pipe? Oh, yeah, I got this from... I think I still got a stick. Yeah, I do. Pipes by Joe. I met him at that one event. That amazing grew through. Ooh, Pipes okay. by Joe. But yeah, it's twisty his his signature piece, I guess. Green so, and white, man. Yeah, when I saw green and white, it instantly caught my eye. I'm like, I gotta have that. Gotta have it.
There's there's another one that I was gonna get was a big like a take uh like a long Sherlock kind of. I was going back and forth between the two, and I ended up picking this one. <clears throat> That's a cool one. I like it. Thank you. We were watching um, the last the what I don't even remember what season number they're on now, but Blown Away has a new season on Netflix. This the glass blowers one, right? Yeah. yeah. We binged that pretty quick. Yeah, it was really good. They're so talented. It's so neat to watch all that happen. I didn't know there was one. How many are there? How many uh, seasons are there? Several, like four or five, I think. Are there really? The series is called Blown Away? Yeah, mm-hmm. it's on Netflix. This new season has a lot of very experienced glass artists, so it's been really, it was a really interesting one to see um, all of their, because some of those guys have like a super developed, like, style and the show kind of demands that you do different stuff so it challenges those people a lot it's good did they happen to take footage for the show in time to get that most recent uh glass competition that had that one guy who had like speaking of the topic of extreme sports he did like that vert pipe he had like a vert pipe with like a bunch of skateboarders and shit on it this no, that's a, a different competition, but uh, this is like a, a show, so it's just only their artists that are on the show oh, okay. and knock out people as they go. It's a competition show. It's uh, furnace work, glass blowing, so like traditional glass blowing with uh, big furnaces. They're at uh, Corning Glass in New York. Oh, gotcha. Ask if that's, yeah. I haven't actually seen that, but I've watched a lot of the uh, Corning stuff that's on YouTube, which is really cool. You can I mean, they go live all the time. You can, you know, sit in and watch somebody work. It's really yeah. cool. Yeah. It's really neat. And, of course, you feel so bad for them when they've worked, like, for hours and hours. And they're coming to the last final thing. And all they have to do is, what do they call it? When they have to, like, detach it from the end of that, like, tube mm-hmm. thing. And then, like, it then it breaks or the person holding it that's supposed to catch it drops it or something. And then uh. you're like... Have you ever been to the? You've been to the Meyer Gardens, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So That's did so you cool. did you see the Chihuly glass in there? Yeah. Just all through. Oh my god, dude! I I like had a moment because I've I've always been a huge glass head, even before I ever smoked fucking weed. Yeah. My great grandmother used to collect all kinds of shit. Like she was the one that had like the true crystal ball, the kind you had to keep covered, or it would like light shit on fire if you like let the light hit through it and stuff. Mm-hmm. And. uh yeah, when I seen all that Chihuly glasswork, it's just like that dude does some amazing shit. Yep. Colors, and it's just like I wonder if uh, I was just walking through the cafeteria, like, my God, this is fucking so cool. That was such a great place to go, anyway. Yeah, I want to go to the. Um, I want to go back. The Seattle they had the Chihuly. Um, was it the museum? Oh. The museum or glass? It's like just basically a. Uh, big presentation <clears throat> of all his work. Well, I'm going to be, that's kind of cool. I got to go out to Washington because I am going to be a grandpa again. So, oh, yes. yeah. Ah. So I'm, yeah, I was waiting for everybody, you know, in the family to be told and stuff, but uh, I'm going to go out there and hang out for like a week or so and I'll be out there in Washington. So maybe I can head out that way too. Interesting. Yeah, it's getting contagious, man. Everybody's having babies. 
least it's, at least it's not us, bro. We're we're retired yeah, from that game. I'm, I'm good. Okay with grandbabies. I'm okay with grandbabies. Grandbabies okay are okay, that. right? Gotta wrap that shit up, Spartan. Nice, <laughs> <laughs> good Congrats. Now, when you say wrap that shit up, that is a great callback to last fucking Monday's show. It was so fucking funny. I don't remember what happened. <laughs> Spartan does. It's the wrap it up. Wrap it up, B. Wrap it up, Red. Oh, get yeah. out of here. <laughs> I forgot. Well, I mean, I'm looking at the clock, and I'm in charge of shutting it off. And I was like, fuck, man. Nope. He's gonna keep you going. Drop the bomb on him, man. Yeah. Wrap it up. I don't know what I was talking about anyway. So. It was all good. Yeah. We had a light leak. We had a light leak. I had to fix it. A light leak? Yeah, yeah, you know, we put we put our took the plants out of here, set up a nursery out at the farm. So that was in the uh, the first room before going into the bloom room, which is another controlled environment room. But the problem is I haven't turned on lights in that room ever, so I've been blooming in there without any issues. And uh, I'm announced my thought i thought that the that all that the weather seal was fine in there but it wasn't i had to add one more little piece of weather seal because i started getting a little um one of the plants two of the plants closest to the door started just growing this crazy foxtail at the bottom it was just this gnarly foxtail here's the funny thing is that like i kind of knew that there was a little crackle of light on the bottom there in the door but i was like is like you can't even like it's indirect to anything it's just like a little bit of light like it's not like the beam the actual light isn't hitting anything i'm like nothing can even see it you know and i'm thinking nothing can see it they fucking see it i don't know how the light was going this way and the plant was over the fuck here so i don't even know how that plant that like threw the foxtail and started to throw some balls so i didn't get rid of the plant or anything i just cut that part off and it's fine it has been it's been like two weeks it's been fine, but um, yeah, man, got a little uh, little light leak there. Uh, the issue started to show itself about week five, week four, week five. So, like, you know, I might have some citric death star backcross seeds. I ended up actually taking a little bit of the pollen on my finger and going back in the room and touching up on, on one of those death star buds, trying to see if I can get a little back cross seed action on it see what happens with it but that's the, i want to say something about chat blue kiss says are some shows on a timer uh the facial endings are interesting at times and here's the thing so many of the best endings for these shows it's <laughs> cut off that you guys never get to fucking hear i'll go back and try to see if it makes the replay and it misses it by like one second mm -hmm. there is so so many fucking other endings, man. It's like, <laughs> yeah. We gotta tease them like that, Skibble. Well, now they're all like jonesing for something they'll never explain. Make them stay until the full hour, baby. <laughs> never know where it's gonna go on. I thought you were gonna pull that other comment where uh, Blucas was saying after going to the Denver Botanical Gardens and several times to the Fred Meyer Gardens, Fred Meyer's is far superior because of the artwork being top shelf. Hey, when you walk in and you see all those faces and shit like that stonework or even just the lighting as you're going into the building, I'm like, 
damn, this place is something else. And I went in the wintertime, so I didn't even get to see all the outdoor statuary and all oh, that wow. cool shit. So I'm missing yeah. out on a good portion of, of the tour. Yeah, you got to go back. I've always wanted to go back to both. Pl- well, the Dow Gardens are beautiful, too. Where's that um, at? Same that's place? like Midland area, if I remember right. Okay. So, like, if I, you know, I don't think Uncle Rick is here tonight, but it's like. No geography going. If he's here, he'll make his presence known. Trust me. <laughs> Bring him back out. Here-ish. Okay. here So, anyway. Um, yeah. And that's beautiful, too. And I've always wanted to go at different times of year just to see what it looks like. You know, in fall. Like, I bet it looks beautiful in the fall. And then in springtime, we went kind of early in the season. So, some of the things weren't in bloom yet. So, it would be neat to go, to be able to go at different times, you know, every few weeks or so to see what's in bloom and one has changed because mm-hmm. I bet it's just awesome. It's cool they got all the birds in there that are like specific to some of those wild ass trees, like mm-hmm. humongous jungle trees, which I can't give them any kind of justice. You just have to go stand underneath them and just be like wild by them. We yeah. have we have Michigan State's Arboretum over in Irish Hills by me. Uh, it's called Hidden Lake Gardens. It's at like US 12 and it's south of US 12 and M50. You'd think it'd be up in Lansing somewhere, but it's like right. 50 miles from Lansing. It's like it's pretty big. Up. It's fucking huge, dude. Yeah, it's like, uh, I don't quote me on the number of acres. Okay. It's like it's... 50 acres, 100 acres, something like that. Definitely enough to get a decent tour on. Uh, there's a big lake. There's tons of tons and tons of old ass carnivorous and deciduous. Uh, trees forest areas there's an indoor you say carnivorous uh, trees carnivorous, uh, people uh, eating trees <laughs> those are the ones from the wizard of oz aren't they the ones that like reach out coniferous, and grab you? coniferous coniferous there coniferous okay um, <laughs> which is really cool because they have them Conifer, all yeah. tagged all of them have cool little plaques on what they are so like white pine they'll have some ground cover so what the yeah. ground cover is they'll just have all kinds of stuff it's very cool very, very nice uh, laid out arboretum. And then there's nature trails uh, and that whole thing that also exists with a, uh e- eco preserve. Um, it's cool, man. It's open to the public. They got a bridge walk. I'm looking at their website right now. You're like, eh. Very nice spot, man. It's just, just off US 12, just south, south of US 12, maybe 10 minutes south of US 12 and 50 area, something like that. Cool. It's a nice one. What's the name of it one more time for anybody that didn't catch it? Hidden Lake Garden. Hidden Lake. Okay. And then Mich- U of M has the Arboretum, of course. Um, but the they have the Matai? No. Matai Botanical Garden. M-H-A-T-T-M-A-T-T-H-A-I, I think. M-A-T-T-H-A-I. Matai Botanical Garden. Uh, it's It's on the yeah, I'm looking at that one right now. I'm like, dude, this kind of looks pretty fucking sweet, man. They have a really cool cactus house. I actually went there one year and they had a bonsai exhibit that held uh, uh one small specimen from like the late 1700s or something like this. Fucking oh, wow. tree was like two or three hundred years old. It was really fucking cool. They have a peony collection, the Heathdale collection, Centennial Shrub collection, Dial Prairie. It's 123 acres. It was established in 1906. Yeah, it is on. It's in Washington Heights. Where's that one? What's that one? Uh, that that's the Nichols Arboretum, also Nichols known locally as the Arb. 
yeah. the arm. Yeah, that's huge. That's big. That uh, the Huron. We go through that when we go on our rafting trips. We go right through the middle of the arb right there. That was one of the spots I, I've been. I was suggesting for us to stop and take a toke break because you're in the middle of that uh, that arb, which that's is that's kind of cool, man. Yeah, they don't really, they don't really fuck with you. Don't like arm. It's actually a nice, nice little spot, man. Down for a nice little walk, bike ride. I've always like whenever I go to other states and shit, I'll go to a park. Is you know, usually you can get away from other people, go take a walk, burn one, you know, go back and be on my merry way. That's what's nice. Down there, you got the wildlife, the deer. Painted lady, you might actually like this. The deer will just walk right up to you. They they don't mind you at all. The, the squirrels and all kinds of shit. They're so used to people because there's so many people just packed throughout that arb, you know, most right. weekends and shit. And it's right in the middle of campus, the hospital. Basically, U of M hospital. And then, it, like, there's this, like, little loop down. And it almost looks like it's going underneath the hospital. But it, like, almost runs alongside, like, the river runs alongside the hospital right there. And there's Nikolai Arboretum. But that's not where the botanical garden, the Thai botanical garden is a good 5, 10 miles outside of downtown Ann Arbor. And that's a really cool conservatory. Uh, it includes a very, dude, some of the cacti specimens are, like, fucking this big around, dude. Those little fucking, like, big bucket looking things dude they're so fucking big there'd be like three or four of them like you know conservatory on bell isle it's fucking awesome oh, yeah that so was beautiful crazy. that's been there for fucking ever dude it's like you know as a psa there is so much cool shit to do in michigan that like you really should never be bored <clears throat> i mean i know you can sometimes get that way but uh there's just so many different places and so many things to do here Shout out, you know, like I would love to go back to uh, Michigan State University's museum that they have, like the Museum of Natural History and shit. That is a fucking collection from hell right there, too, man. Well, the new art museum is where they filmed um, Batman. No, I didn't know that. No shit. Mm -hmm. That's cool. That thing, looks like a, that thing looks like a spaceship. Yeah, it does. Where's that at? Michigan State or Lansing? Yeah, yeah it's, right at, it's right on Grand River. Mm. Right, right on the edge of campus. I think it yep. is on campus still. Mm -hmm. That's pretty cool. I used to go to the DIA often. Me too. Yeah. I used to. Uh, I used to go to Wayne. Well, I went to Wayne State University for a couple of years. That's <clears throat> when, uh, a couple of friends of mine went to uh, what is it called? Um, the School of Creative, Stub Creative Studies or whatever the fuck it's called. Um, CIS or whatever. I can't remember what it's called. Uh, and then that's like right next to Wayne State. So there's just a ton of people down there. We go rollerblading down there. That's where you go. The blades are back. All night rollerblading. Dude, we go, we go rollerblade those fountains because it's all marble. Like at all marble steps and shit like that at those fountains. And they're really slippery. So we go rollerblade the steps and the fountain over it. Uh, the DIA downtown and just go all oh, the natural history museum is all waxed up probably from all of us used to go skate that all the time natural history museum has a huge circular ledge that we would all always go skate we just hang out at the natural history museum for like six hours seven hours it's right across the street from the DIA it's actually a really cool did I say natural history Detroit history Detroit History Museum. It's a really cool museum. Inside. Detroit Institute of Art. Uh, across the street from the Detroit Institute of Art. But the DIA was where it was the other spot. That was right across the street. DIA is an awesome building. That's beautiful. 
And I remember going there as a kid. Not they, they've always had that crazy armor red. Yeah. That armor has been up there for 40 years, man. Don't ever let it fucking mountains. Never little, think well, it always got me because they have these little suits of fucking armor, and then you know, like you're a little kid, you're like, Oh, that's pretty cool. And now as like a grown-ass man, I'm like, this dude was like five foot two in some armor. He sure did need that shit, man. You know where there's some armor? <clears throat> the Masonic Temple. That's well, a don't get mixed up in there, Red. They'll have you out there in front of that owl making pledges and all kinds of other crazy shit. And don't don't fall for it, man. Dude, I used to I used to hang out, play. Um I spent every Thursday of my youth from like I don't know, like September through like I don't know, February or March or something like maybe September through December, and then maybe at another time. My dad was a Mason. My my dad is a Mason. He's a member of a Wolverine Lodge or was a member of Wolverine many other lodges. He's a Grand Master Mason right now. The Grand Puba. Yeah, and he uh, he goes and checks on other lodges and does a thing. And uh, and so as a kid, I used to kind of get t- dragged down. To, you know, my mom was at work. My mom worked midnight, so I had to go down and with my dad while he did lodge. And I'd be stuck in these rooms either by myself or with someone else's kids that you know some other lodge members kids that were sort of my age or something we just go wander around the masonic temple because the only people that were in the masonic temple were the masons and they were all in meetings so there was like one security guard that would work the desk no cameras or anything in this huge fucking building downtown detroit on like the third or the fifth floor there's uh night there's the scottish right and there's all knights in shining armor all throughout there. There's this one room, dude, and it's this huge replica of like a castle uh, uh, to get knighted. Like the whole thing is in there. I mean, it's it's absolutely amazing. There's balcony seating and the whole. The, there's so many fucking theaters in this building, dude. There's a swimming pool up on like the fifth or the seventh floor. It's an Olympic sized swimming pool. They uh, were training lions for the Shrine Circus after the pool got drained. Uh, some construction workers were in there, and the story goes, uh, what I heard when I was a kid is he was high on acid and jumped into the empty pool and killed himself. And there was a couple other deaths that occurred in the, in the pool. We'd, we'd run around in the basement and uh, and cause ruckus, and I smoked some of my first cigarettes down in the Crystal Ballroom, which is like this huge ballroom, dude. It has this huge balcony, and we'd go sneak cigarettes down there and smoke cigarettes. as like a 14-year-old, 13, 14-year-old kid. And I mean, there's no one around. Like, there's no smoking in the building. I mean, I think people were smoking downstairs, and I think it was, yes, definitely a smoking section downstairs. Uh, all the all the people after afterwards would all go have uh, their meetings down and do their stuff. You know, probably a bunch of stuff I can't talk about, so I won't. So uh, they they'd all have gatherings after their meetings. And I think you crossed that line a while ago, probably. We, right? we oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's anything except the the, the building. I don't know what the hell goes on. I wasn't allowed in those rooms, so I don't know what the hell goes on. All I know is we'd have some pizza and spirits after their fucking meeting, so whatever. Spirits? As um, in boo? Spirit. Or spirits yeah, as um, in yeah, like, yo, what the fuck? We'd go kick bottle caps around and shit, okay. dude. It was super wild, man, um, especially where it was and in the middle of the 90s, uh, late 90s and early 2000s. You go right down Temple Street, and it was just like a very desolate area. Right on the Cass Corridor, not a lot of uh, infrastructure at the time, a lot of abandoned infrastructure because Detroit hadn't been bought back yet by the uh, Illiches. 
and everything else that's going on. And I mean, it just was in the, you know, the Dan Gilberts and everything like that. That didn't exist at this time. And it was a pretty not, you know, you don't leave the building. You stayed inside the building, you know, and even still, like you kind of watched where you were going around in the building. Like there's some dark tunnels in the back of the, like the kitchen's fucking huge. We'd go play tag in the fucking commercial kitchen of the basement of this fucking grand ballroom and shit. And it was just, uh, Pretty cool time to place to be a kid. Sure. bottle caps at each other and shit. Yeah, yeah. keep it honest. Yeah. Oh yeah, turn oh, the lights yeah. off and just start throwing hacky stacks and shit in the middle of this giant ballroom. You know, uh, bouncy balls and shit. But uh, Jack White actually owns the Masonic Temple now. I, I think his mom was one of the security guards. She was probably one of the ladies yelling at us to slow down or to get out of the. That's not very punk rock or some shit like that. And uh, and um, isn't that where he just got married? Possibly, quite possibly. On stage when they played in Detroit. That's fucking oh, sweet. No that's really cool. He proposed really to her cool. and they got married on stage. They always did the Phantom of Have the Opera. Seen there. Phantom Lady? No, there. That's one that, and I wanted to go to that show really bad, but we had been buying a lot of concert tickets, so I was like, ah. Uh, yeah. next, next time, and now I'm like, damn it! That would have been the greatest to see him get married and everything at the Masonic Temple. That is a great place to go. It's a cool place a for a show. Yeah. It really uh, yeah. is. Yeah. Now it's a really nice area. I've been to a couple weddings at the Masonic Temple. It's pretty neat. And most of like those rooms, like I just go tour and wander up to the third floor. There's a gymnasium on like like the third floor or something that's wide open. You can get on most floors. You can't get into the back rooms. Like there's elevators and then there's a stairwell. The most of security will guide you into the elevators. The stairwells are usually roped off, but if you can get past those ropes and up a flight of stairs, you can get up the stairs. Some super crack oh. fucking security level going on there at the Masonic Temple. It sounds like, hey, now stay away from this velvet Nowadays, rope, you damn kids. Like, I mean, if you tried to go see there, you're probably not going to get very far. I mean, there's probably cameras and shit all over that building now. You know, it's. The Masons owned it. The Masons, bro. The Masons they know. They see really all. They've got the eye and shit, man. Like they, they know what's up. Dude, it really sucks, man. They lost the funding, and they were gonna sell the building. They were gonna tear the building down. It was gonna be demolished, man. And that thing has such crazy. It was built in the early 1900s or the late 1800s. A really old building, and it's from like I think uh, 94 in the lodge. Eh, no, coming down the lodge. You can see it. There's a little American flag up on the lodge. That's the Masonic Temple. Look at Spartan go. No, no. But yeah, man, it was it was a wild little place to grow up, and all the little history that's in there, and just all the how far he's come. Different like cultural histories that are in there, because uh, every type of culture you could think of has. uh, I mean, there's a Zion Lodge, which is like, uh, I'm pretty sure like. if I'm not mistaken, like go Spartan, go stuff like that. Like it's very, God very damn. Cool. I'm really liking that, man. That's the Scottish cool. right dudes will just straight be playing bagpipes and wearing kilts. Like it's very cool. And then there's the Shriners. That's like a different off-brand. The funny hats and little cars. Yep, yep. They, yep. they, they uh, they tons of charity work, tons of donations. They do a lot work. of stuff for children's hospitals. Yep, so yep, they, they definitely. You know. So we had uh, my dad had some guys that would like be Shriners and Lodge members, and so like 
they'd bring the little cars and the hats and all that shit to some of these. So they were men of many hats? Yeah, men of many hats. It's like a hat on a hat? Yeah, a hat on a hat, hat on a hat. <clears throat> the big the big funny one would be like they'd wear like the Grand Poobah hat. The Grand Poobah hat with the the I think that's called like the Fraternal Order of the Water Buffaloes from the yeah. is what that was. The, the, you know, not, the horns on it not, and shit for the big guy. Not for their uh ceremony. The Grand Poobah. All, all for fun and yeah, they'd like make fun of it. And the stuff big like kahuna. That. The big cheese. It's interesting though, because there's a lot of uh uh well well, there's a lot of old, you know, right, conspiracy history and all that shit. But I mean what it is, it's skull and bones, right? It, skull there's and bones. a lot of um what would you call it? like they order, got Geronimo's skull red. Order to their meetings, they're uh what is it? So they're structured. There's a lot of structure to what they do. It's and then they ritual. Yeah, there's also a lot of law, and, you know, there's right law and a lot of a lot of other stuff, you know. I'm sure Daddy Red could talk for hours on all of it or Red, not. Don't, don't say anything else, Red. They're going to come get you. That's the thing. Don't, he, don't he, couldn't, he couldn't talk about any of it. You know, he's definitely one to his uh, to his code of oath for his brotherhood. You know what I mean? And it's a uh, it's a brotherhood. There's you know, there's women's. Uh, womanhoods and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> There's womanhoods, Robin Hood, <laughs> womanhoods, boys in the hood, Demolay for the kids. I didn't get into Demolay. Some of the other guys' kids got into Demolay, and they're masons now and stuff. And um, I, I got some buddies that are masons, and they they went into it. I just don't have time for that. I'd probably get into. It. I think that the history behind it's pretty cool. You know, I don't know. All that. Maybe they do DM. They, uh, one of the one of the artifact like icon thing is the acacia. So I'm curious if one of the rituals might be back there, uh, like taking some rhubarb or something like that. Drinking. No, some- they're one of their symbolism is the fucking <laughs> the acorn, which is the symbol for the pineal gland and all that shit that, that comes into there. So I mean, they're the jazz, man. Maybe. Uh, Maybe Some not hermetic so order today. shit. Yeah. yeah, maybe not uh, hermetic. Oh, that's I can see that. The uh, not so much today, but maybe back in the day, possibly uh, DMT was used. Um, what is that dude's name? If you ever want to fucking read up or watch any videos on this shit and go deep down a hole, his name is Manly M A N L Y P Hall H A L L. So okay, I mean, you can fucking. You can waste a lot of time on YouTube watching a lot of weird videos on... I mean, like, we just did the belly flop contest, and I didn't wake up this morning thinking that by the time I lay my head down to sleep that I would see a true belly flop champion. That's a true belly flop, man. That's a true champion, dude. That was a child's pool Uh, with about fucking eight inches of water in there at most. Yeah, Yeah, that was a neck-breaking... You know, that was, like, all on his face and shit, right? Like, he just... He was the pool. I don't know, man. I scorpioned over in way, way deeper water than that. Scorpion. Way deeper water than that, dude. Way, way lower dive. I was like maybe at tops four mm-hmm. feet out of the water at best. Well, I, I might have jumped a few few feet up. But... Man, I was just nervous. Uh, well, the river was really super low yesterday when we were kayaking. I was in a boat. I couldn't imagine diving into shallow water. I did a really excellent job of um, applying my sunscreen, too. If you can see it. Wait, let me get back here. 
I definitely see it. What is that from? And then it's completely white. There you you wear a wetsuit? A wetsuit? No, I was wearing capri, like leggings. Yeah. Like, you know. Culottes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like an idiot. And I, I sunscreen everything else. Uh, and then I forgot about the fact that that part of my leg was going to be the only part showing in the kayak. <laughs> Failed. And that was like two hours. So, man, I'm so white. I got, I got, I think burned. how bad we got burned on that first fucking float down that we did, man. That sun was, it was like cloudy for a while and then the sun came out. Some people and just got really bad. Fucking, too. Like, boom. Boy. Oh, well, people, people don't realize you can still get burned on a cloudy day. Yeah. Those rays still penetrate no matter if there's clouds or not. So, I learned that the hard way going to a water park when I was a child because I went with a friend and her mom and the friend's mom did not put sunscreen on me and then took us to the water park all day on a cloudy day. Called you blisters. Blisters. My mom, I thought she was going to throat punch that chick. I came home with blisters and everything, and oh man, not good, not cute. But yeah, so people, put your sunscreen on, regardless. Those that fucking sun is no joke, man. I look, I lucked out, and they gave me just a little bit of melanin in my genetics. It's that Maltese falcon in you, bro. That's what it is. <laughs> no, doesn't matter. So you can see my back. It's this light makes me look really light, but my back is so dark this year. It's ridiculous. It's like I don't I don't need sunscreen right now. It's all that shirtless gardening you're doing out there is fucking it's, it's been hot. Of course I'm shirtless. I'm all be wrong. You know what it is? It's like the uh back in the day it'd be like dudes that were roofers and they would fucking yeah. all wear like cutoffs and shit and then work yeah, boots. So when you'd see them, they would have like the white fucking calves. <laughs> So it would be great. And everywhere else is just wow, this dude. Is, you gotta get outside. You gotta get outside in like February. Even that shit out, man. Yeah, I just start. I, I haven't been burned yet this year. I've been burned like slightly. I haven't really peeled or anything like that. Yeah, but here's the thing. Yeah, you don't you may not be getting burned anymore. Oh, there's sun damage. I feel the sun damage. Your skin oh, I know. I feel the sun damage. Causing Cancer. Yeah, with the chemicals. I was just gonna say that I was gonna be like skin. the the sunblock is almost as bad. So yeah, I, mean, I, 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 poison. I, I my my hope is that yeah, they just yeah. had to change the formula like literally a few years ago because it was causing cancer. Putting, the shit that was supposed to be putting cannabis oils on those blemishes and then eating eating a good diet. I think get, a, get that RSO in your game, man. Yeah, just keep. Keep fighting all. I don't know about rubbing. Just rubbing that'd be a good oh, man. Damn. I'm telling you, when I was working, a lady would be all furry in like a seconds. <laughs> I got burned so fucking bad one time that I really, really should have went to the hospital for it, but I didn't have health insurance at the time, so I was like, "Fuck it." So I was putting RSO on it and then lightly wrapping it. And oh, yeah. son of a bitch, man, that shit not only healed faster, it didn't have a crazy scar. <laughs> Did and you I put your RSO feel... into a little coconut oil? It'd probably take it along a lot further. That it way. would have probably spread better, but you know, probably I was better, like, yeah. "Fuck it, man!" 
it'll just get on like there. RSO, huh? Just like yeah. lobbing on there like a hot Jolly Rancher yep, and, and just, spread it around. Mm-hmm. Mm, Jolly Ranchers. I know. Yeah. Not to be confused with Skittles, which cause I, cancer I, too. I believe it, man. Farmers. Yep. Yeah, I, I'm a I'm a firm believer in building up that that uh that sun shield early on in the season similar to like you know hardening off you have to like harden off to it just like plants do and then you build up those resistances <laughs> there you go yeah that, and then and then when you get fried when you get fried then you all the i got freckles from here down my arm i have a t-shirt of freckles because i got burned i got one one good sunburn gave me a t-shirt of freckles I get tons of sun damage. I know it. I definitely see it and have it happen. You know, I don't want to. I'm talk just trying to not to look like a fucking, uh, uh, like a fucking purse. Oh, I know that's totally. Ooh, man, that's man. That's never look doing. like the lady that owns the sun tanning business. Yeah, I don't want to look too like much. that. I don't care about tan. Grow beard. Grow beard. <laughs> just throw your beard where you get in the sun. Just cover it up. Wait, you got to be careful because if you lay in the sun out there and that beard's going the wrong way, you're going to have yeah. that virgin skin underneath there that's going to just yeah. burn like a motherfucker. Yeah, my neck is as white as my ass. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I wonder what Cletus is doing right now. He's sleeping. Maybe. Or you think he's out there? Dancing I got in eight, the moonlight. I got ate by something in the Some grass. I knew there. you were gonna say that. I knew that your negative goddamn ass <laughs> was gonna say he got eaten. He came to a timely <laughs> demise. It's the circle of you know life, what? painted lady. It's the circle. Fucking a Jesus Christ. Anybody this is the content a you stay negative, pessimistic opinion? Spartan Chrome <laughs> is your man. <laughs> Whatever. I'm not throwing dead animals in my neighbor's yard and shit. <laughs> the bird bombing. Yeah. I told her I did that too. By the way, did you? Just totally dry snitched on yourself. It's great. I'm you sure she's away with it too. Was really appreciative too. She's probably like, thank you so much. She was like, the great top probably got it, and I was like, yeah, probably. <laughs> never know. Free You'll food. Know. See, saving money. Right. Saved her money and cat food. Thanks. Is that the cat that licks your face at night? You're welcome. Right? <laughs> Always I helping. Don't know. Anyway. Anyway. We're trying to figure out what we're going to pop next. I'm getting excited about the one and only indoor I'm going to be doing this fall for just. Say, you have so many seeds. Okay. So. <laughs> So are you going to just go with one strain just to try one thing and do a proper look at it? Or are you going to try three or four strains and then pick a couple of beans out of each one? I don't know, man, because we have so many seeds and I want to do so many of them. And I only have, I mean, let's face it, I have limited time left sure. here. So, and I can't, I'm not doing perpetual anymore with two rooms. So it's a full cycle it's a commitment start to finish so i don't know maybe like a couple different strains and see what happens or and then we're gonna have to sex test i think and go that route so we know exactly what we have but um yeah it's exciting to try to figure out what we're gonna run next because now it really matters what we select 
But I t tell you one thing, it's going to be a sativa. I need a really good sativa because a lot of the stuff we've been smoking lately has been like fucking knocking me out. Yeah. Needs to be like, <clears throat> Sometimes you think about, you know, are you chasing a flavor or an effect? If you're interested, I've got, I mean, I haven't grown them out yet other than they're in the breeding tent, but I've got clones of two vortex females that I can grow up. And once I get them up to a clone size, I can get you a clone of those. And that's the most sativa I've ever. Really? High. Cool. Yeah. But yeah. I don't know. I haven't smoked these ones. I don't know if it's the same. You know what I mean? But mm -hmm. I can definitely get you a clone if, if you're interested. Okay. Yeah. Hell yeah. Or, you know, I don't know. I just. It's just been my thing lately. Over the past few years, I just like to smoke that in the morning. And it gets me going and makes sure. me want to do stuff. And. And nobody else is growing it. Huh? Yeah. I said, and nobody else is growing it. It's not like you can swap with one of us because we're already growing. You're like, oh, I can just get my sativa fix from, you know, Spartan. He'll just toss me this and I can swap him, you know, this one for that right. one. It's yeah. not in the circle. So you're going to have to find it and then we can all pass it around after that. <laughs> um, well, I love them. Uh, all the iry stuff that I grow is, man, it's. I'm surprised that there's nothing really sativa uh, in those lines. That you found oh. oh it's all of it is sativa stuff mostly all the iris stuff afterglow is one of my faves and um yeah uh, all of his shit is are you gonna bring a lemon jeffrey out and try one because you know what you're gonna get i don't know i only have uh two left i think i think i have two Ooh. left so I don't know. Probably not. I have. Uh oh, my cat's telling me it's time. Apparently, <laughs> the time um, grows near. What's the matter, Gay? Yeah, I don't know. Um, Storm Shadow and Morning Dew. Hell yeah! I I've grown. No, I haven't like grown either one of those. Dew. I've grown. Um, what did I grow the last? The double dose. Was one of the last I grew in um, Jack Tripper was Starstruck and Jack Tripper. Jack Tripper was the last round that I and I harvested not too long ago, so they should be ready pretty soon. Yep, but anyway, that's my shit. Sativa. I want to get stuff done, get yeah. my house cleaned. I want to have motivation, and then at yeah, night good. I don't mind the this kind of stuff but i definitely like if i go back to like check the show to see what it cut off or whatever and i see or i see a clip or something and i'm like holy shit i'm, I'm high as fuck. pattern is so much slower <laughs> this time of night i am faded after right. smoking for a while than it is normally during the day like on a work yeah, call in the morning I do not sound like this, people. <laughs> not at all. So I don't know. Anyway, it's just the kind Joplin of Joplin vibes. Brett mm -hmm. C here in chat's asking me how the Russell turned out. I liked the high. I didn't like the flavor, and I didn't like. Most importantly to me was the plant grew so leafy, and it was a lot of work to trim. So I'm not uh, writing it off. I only popped a couple of seeds, but. Uh, Definitely not keeping that, you know, and uh, it'll take a couple of seats for me to find something. It's kind of funny. The guy with the really bushy beard had the plant that was really, really bushy, too, after his name. Uh, uh, that's hey. kind of funny. 
I can't imagine what it would have been like outside. It's like, oh my god, it been so much more leafy. Ooh, dude, that's a one timer outside. Yeah. Is that who the fuck is snoring? Whose dog is that? That's my dog. That's that's Quigley. Yeah. He is so loud. Diamond has been snoring all night, but she isn't currently. Not this time. No. Yeah, Mr. Quibbly, he gets settled right, right in here, and uh, yeah, he likes to smoke. So Boris, he'll sneeze and leave the room when I start to smoke. Quibbly, he gets closer, and then zonks getting, out, getting faded. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's my he's my shadow man. He's always around. Mm. Um, I did receive my four by four tent. I haven't cleared up the kitchen yet enough to be able to move the shit that's got to move so I can set the tent up. But the plants are large enough now to take decent clones to be able to hold that shit till next year. Because I'm really, really happy with the way the snow G like grows. It's got a really dankness to it, even in this you know stage of veg. Um, it doesn't look like it's going to be super leafy. It's got a nice bud to, you know, ratio throughout the plant. It's not going to be, you know, too leaf many to sites. Leaf to calyx ratio. There we go. Make me sound yeah. smarter. Uh, <laughs> so it, it, it's looking pretty good. And the Girl Crush F2 as well is fucking crushing it. So some of the other ones like the uh, Smell of Success and the other one is called Something Good. Both look nice, but, you know, that's going to have to be, let's see how they actually flower out and, and get an impression from there. I always like strong ones in veg, though, like that. Yeah. You know, I don't want to have to waste fucking extra weeks vegging some shit, which is going to set my cycle all the fucked up. And I just wanted something to just keep rolling. I mean, you can smell them in veg, too. That's usually a good sign, too. Good like indicator. Yeah. At least <clears throat> I like those, usually. My Spartan glue was like the first one that I grew that was like that. Where I was like, man, I'm smelling it already. Good time to take those clones outside, too, because you're not going to get much more time before they go into flower. It's August right. 2nd, man. You're probably between now and August 14th. Most varieties are going into flower, like yeah. almost day one. I just what? threw a gorilla glue out there. It was in a one gal. So it's probably about it's gonna stretch. Yeah. It was only about a foot and a half tall when I put it out there. So it's that I don't think it's perfect. Yeah, finish it full. Yeah. That's all I've been yeah. thinking. Do I got any moms I want to toss outside? Do I got any like last bits of something? I need? like now's the time if you want to toss something. You can still toss plants outside, people. Toss them out. They'll start I think I'm gonna be harvesting autoflower soon. Edge, very much. Right. Autoflower, yeah. Within, There's still within a days. month, right? We got a hundred days. We got August, September, and all of October before harvest. In 90 days. We got a good 90 days. I'm just my first harvest of them. I think I got two, two, two of the four at least are ready, and I think the other two are going to be ready within the next couple of weeks. So that's cool. I'm going to put some yo-yos out on mine tomorrow. You're going to need a lot of fucking yo-yos, lady. Each branch or something? To opposite branches to hold them together? Some of them just need to be spread out a little bit. And I think, you know, two main branches will do it pretty well. Yeah. And I can hang, that's the ones where I buy the fence. So I'm just going to hang it on the fence and strip them down and go from there. Oh, perfect. Having yeah, a fence there is perfect. Yeah. So, 
We'll see. But uh, yeah, I've been inspecting them and stuff and we'll see. They look, you know, they have some of those curly leaves like we talked about, but um, not too bad yet. Not too bad. Uh, do you guys have caterpillars. A, I was going to say any late uh, stage IPMs that you want to get in before flower flips over? Uh, Organic shield for sure. Okay. That's what I was just going to say. I think I'm just going to go out there with that Organic shield and just spray everything down probably within the next couple of days. I'm going to look on the weather and make sure it's not going to rain. If it's going to rain soon, I'll wait till after it's done raining. Give me like Wednesday. two, three days. I think it's Wednesday and Thursday is predicted if I remember okay. seeing it. Unless it changed. May have changed by now, but that'll really give us a growth spurt too. If it rains two days in a row like that, it's like yeah, man, that would be great. We need it so bad. <clears throat> it rained here for like twenty minutes and then got just oppressively fucking humid. Man, it was like breathing through a wet washcloth. I'm like okay, I'm good. The water company's sending me mail telling me to check my lines because I might have a leak. Uh, because you're using a lot of water to water your garden. Yeah. Just in general, I power washed. Uh, you know, my parents power washed my deck while I was out. While Becca and I went to the Smoky, went on like a ten day vacation when we were fucking gone. They power washed a big ass fucking deck, dude. I can't imagine how much water. And then when I got home, I did some power washing that you know needed to get touched up and finished up, and then did like half of my driveway. And then washed my car. Like I've been using so oh my much God. water. I use like a ton of water in like one day. You can see it on the chart. It's fucking crazy. And there's like three days where there's just a ton of water usage. And then um, so the other day I went out and I did make sure I'd like tighten up all my lines, all my fittings, make sure there's no leaks. Everything's good. There's no leaks that I know of. I yeah, under the building kind yeah. of shit, you know. Makes me want to check the side of my house to make sure that's off. Another hmm. mm. spigot that I didn't check. If the drywall is sagging in the garage, do not push <laughs> do on it with a fucking broom. Do not, bro. Look a little hole. Highly recommend against such behavior. Look a little hole, and then it just gets bigger. What's that? I was gonna say it won't be little for long. It's gonna be a big, dirty, insulation-filled, fucking. Blah. That's the room that's below the old reservoir that used to. Yeah, open. that's already shaky. I go, as it is, oh, I go run out and open up the door, and I look in my garage, and there would just be just waterfall coming down, and whatever. Eventually, it just ended up being shit that, like, you know, scrap wood and shit like that. Uh, uh, it doesn't do that anymore because I don't use that reservoir. Stop filling up plants dude i i've had times where i've like left the house and that shit was just running like most of the fucking day and just wow like going down your driveway water running you know what i mean like what the really fuck surprised i never there? came home to that i'm really surprised i never came home to that thankfully have not knock on wood don't have to don't come on and dude if i leave the water running on my farm i'll burn my pump out that's my fear there i don't want to fucking that, that motherfucker just keep running fucking a dude that's that's i don't have to worry about the company finding me for using too much water up the well way. i mean imagine if it was like an ro system that's just stuck on running it's just 
constantly turning I mean. on RO. Like, oh but, no, dude, but, this is getting expensive. Yeah, that's kind of the reason I don't use float so valve. So much wastewater because I'm Holy just afraid shit. that they'll fail, and I'll just still I'll just lose water anyway. But and if if I if I forget about it and it runs over, at least I'm I'm there to like shut it off. You know what I mean? I'm not away. <clears throat> float valve fails, and I can't get back to it. Your backups have to have backups. Yeah, dude. Yeah, no kidding. I've been trying to think of a way to do that. I mean, even you can just do old school shit where you can just get a cheap ass fucking uh, camera so that you can physically point it at it, you know, like one of the Wi Fi cameras and shit. Just point it at your res. I know it sounds dumb, but you yeah. literally could check it that way. No, I was thinking about like using like a pool noodle and a steak and like getting this thing to like put it in there. So, Some like, Rube Goldberg it's, fucking it's, like, contraption floating. that's over engineered. And- yeah, and, like a little like red piece of tape on top of the steaks, and you like see is like it's going down in the res. You know, you can like see if it uh, if it overflows or what what level it's at. You can do all kinds of stuff. We do a sight glass, a little sight ping glass, pong balls, right? Piece of hose, but then you have leak points. You know, you know, bulkheads and leak points. I hate fucking bulkheads. Bulkheads are okay as long as you're not moving we're, the fucking containers around all the time and putting stress on they're them. Just, they're just leak points, you know. They're, they're fail points. Yeah. That's, that's all. They're just fail points. They work, but they they are fail points. That's all. I mean, <clears throat> so I was always trying to think of all the little things, but yeah, I like the I like the camera idea. I do like that and. Uh, we're just being able to like. What's cool is with smartphone. Smart. I mean, if not, you could get a baby monitor and set the the baby monitor right next to the fucking res, so that way when we hear the water cascading over the top of the edge of it, curling and crisping as it splashes on the floor, you'll get an alert to your phone that says, "Yeah, hey, do make those the water baby alerts. is crying." They do make those little water alerts. Uh, if they sense this <clears throat> water, you put them on the floor, and it'll make an audible noise. As long as, I don't want an audible noise because then it's going to alert. Now me. it's going to attract neighbors, right? I'm an hour away, you know. I, I need someone oh, to alert my phone, you know. Well, I'm sure they probably have updated ones with phone. Yeah, like that that that'd be the that'd be the move to make. I, I would, I'd be cool with that. It's constant tinkering in the garden if you want it to be. You know what I mean? Not just the genetics. That's what we started with, but now we can get into like the hardware of growing. Well, I was thinking about like using a like a toilet. Um, uh, float float setup, yeah. I mean, that's a commercial, that's like a way better valve than a little fucking float valve. Like, a, you know what I mean? That's a way better float valve. That sucker's got brass fittings and all kinds of fucking over engineered plumbing pieces I could use. <clears throat> really, it's simple technology, you know, it's just a float valve. Think now who is crying? D.O.G.'s crying. I think he's in the bedroom. Sniveling. Crying. I don't know why. Crying and Becca yelling at her because she's probably fell asleep or something. What did you say, Spartan? That he knows it's getting close to snuggle time with Red. Ah. I'm going to go see if I might have to open the bed. (laughs) Telling you, animals are... They know... What time it is. My cats know, even if they ate breakfast late, like say we got up late, like three hours, which never happens, but just say it did. And they ate late at, if it was 45 minutes before lunch and then it was lunchtime and it was, they would want 
they it's won it again. Oh. oh, yeah, they would for sure. They would be meow, meow. Well, you got a bunch of healthy cats running through that house over there. There's no Man. skinny ones over there. They're so spoiled. <laughs> it's so they're just they're so funny though. They're so funny. They make me laugh every day, and that's what's worse. But that's what makes them worth it. Yeah. Same thing, my dog. Did you have to go tell him? He had to go tell him it was okay. He's typing to you. He's air, He's air traffic controlling me. He's telling me it's not okay to land yet. Wait, oh, five more minutes. I, I, I didn't know the plane, and we'll. I said I had to tell him. Because he's deaf, I don't mind. Because he's deaf, I just signed I don't know how to, to him. Yeah, I don't like dog. Like I'm like pointing and shutting up, and you know, lip, lip. This one, right, it's the C. Put the C ahead of him. Close your mouth. He, he, he shut up. I, I moved, moved, motioned him to sleep at a different angle, and that seemed to help. Not true, Aldi. My cats don't really sleep all that much. A little bit here and there, but do you get the three o'clock in the morning zooms? No, no, they, do, they, get, they get that out, out in the backyard now, right? Well, they, they're they, fucking sleeping peacefully now. They probably do it downstairs, but mm. they don't do it upstairs. So, I if they do it, I don't hear it, and yeah, that's fine. I, I know they're up in the middle of the night, but yeah, for the most part, up during to no the day, good man. Now they're outside. They love being outside, getting those animals. Just hanging out on the street lamps. Next. Hanging out with the wrong crowd. Bringing home strange animals to the household and setting them loose. Like, hey, come on. My mom said it's cool. You guys can come over. The and the then they mafia. just, you know. It's cat mafia just rubbing out all the other fucking animals. <laughs> you know what they're after now that I'm getting, which I'm really excited about, is all my butterflies are coming back to my butterfly bush and my so milkweed. My monarch yeah. butterflies are back and everything. And this really cool yellow one the other day. And uh, diamond, mm -hmm. even diamond is like, oh, shit. what is that? <laughs> so they're all after all my butterflies every time they fly around. Yeah. So now I'm, oh, all the cats are after the butterflies. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You oh. said you have a butterfly bush. Mm -hmm. Big purple one. That's yeah, really big, crazy. Yeah, yeah, really big purple one. I walk yeah. up to it and there'll be like four or five monarchs on it, and you're like, "Holy shit!" I I expected to see like one, but not so many of them, man. So they love a bunch of orange ones this year. I played yeah. like six of them. So it I takes almost like things. two years from the bloom. I'm like, damn, what the hell. And milkweed are really good too. You got two of those in my falling up. Yeah, they're thinking about opening up. Yeah, mine haven't opened yet. They're thinking about it too. Mine just did. My monarch is real happy. <laughs> so I have more monarchs pretty soon. You ever seen the um, the little uh, caterpillar that it is before it turns into a monarch butterfly? Yeah, I just saw this not too long ago, and I can't remember exactly. It's like super striped, but they were the same colors as the monarch butterfly. It's like tiger striped, but with the white and the orange and the black. It's fucking oh, it's cool. No, it's not a hornworm. Uh, no, because the monarchs only eat things like the like the um, like the nectar and stuff. They don't go after the sugar water and shit. <coughs> I think uh, rust are most 
tomato hornworm. Those things are they'll yeah. screech when you stab them. I think they turn into big moths or something. Um, yeah. Joe will eat hornworms, so that's kind of cool. We have a lizard that'll eat hornworms, so that'll kind of <clears throat> knock out that life cycle, turn them well, suckers into poo. Before we get up out of here, I do want to say thanks to everybody for hanging out with us right to the very end. We'll see where we actually get cut off tonight and see if it was worth the wait or not. It may be anticlimactic. You never know. It's just get yep. wait and see. If you guys didn't get enough, make sure that you come back through Sunday night at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for the Bro Show Live. And we would appreciate a thumbs up. If you're new here, think about subscribing. Other than that, it's been fun getting high. See you all on Polarity Science. 9 p.m. on 10 p.m. on Thursday. Got yourself there. Check out Prohibition hour before.